Welcome to Blood Taps, your ultimate True Blood Rewatch podcast, where we sink our teeth into an all-new episode every Thursday. We're your hosts, Ashley and Fawn, so grab your favorite AB positive, and we'll meet you at Merlot's. Welcome back to Blood Types. We are on Season 3, Episode 6, I Got a Right to Sing the Blues. Spurned by Eric, Sookie fears the worst for Bill, whose fate now lies in Lorena's hands. Fueled by a night of bloody passion, Tara executes a desperate plan to stave off Franklin's advances. In Bon Tom, Tommy finds it difficult to leave the family nest. Jessica puts Pam's teachings into practice. Jason's romance with Crystal hits a snag, as does Lafayette with Jesus. After revealing his master plan to Eric, Russell visits Louisiana to put it into action. Damn, what a synopsis. <laughs> at least this one makes more sense than the other one was like, they talk to the pack master. And Jessica yells at some people. Yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't. So first, sorry for the radio silence last week. Life has been fun. Yeah. Ashley got to meet some YouTube heroes of yeah. both of ours. Yeah, I've, I've been I've been traveling. She's been booked and busy. Booked and busy. <laughs> For my Instagram um, mm-hmm. stories. Yeah, that's what that's called. Yeah. And we just couldn't coordinate our schedules, guys. I did want to I want to talk about something that upset me. Go ahead. Okay. Ashley comes over today to record, and she pulls this beautiful star notebook out of her bag. I'm like, wow, beautiful. Oh, my God. It looks like uh, constellations, and they're gorgeous. And I'm like, this. what is she doing? Like, wow, she has something written down. And she starts pulling out these loose pieces of paper, and I look at her, and there's a slight uh, fire in my stomach as I realize, and I turn to her, and I'm like, Ashley, are those handwritten notes? And this woman looks at me and says, yeah, is that okay? <laughs> and I would like to inform you it is not okay. You are so bothered at my handwritten notes. How would I cannot remember the last time I wrote anything with a pencil. <laughs> I, I prefer a pencil exclusively if I can. Wow. <laughs> Uh, okay <laughs> and that's my is, stance on that is it like a pencil pencil or a mechanical pencil oh mechanical okay pencil. Per- well as long as it's mechanical then i have some room for what am i the stone <laughs> i mean you're not I, far off i, I am in fucking handwriting notes i use voice to text i should have now that you told me your system that makes so much sense but i feel like i can't type fast enough and then i'm usually sometimes watching it on my phone i just download it off the amazon prime right. so i could just watch it on my phone because that's how technology works that's that's too many words to explain what i do (laughs) and so i feel like i i just need to write it down really fast and i'm pausing the show a lot on my phone to write it down but so it takes me like twice as long to watch an episode i also kind of want to point out your system Okay. That you did this time. Yeah. Because you showed me one piece of paper that has the plot points written. Yes. And you said that you had too much commentary, so you couldn't fit it into where the plot points were written <laughs> on paper. So you just numbered I have, each line. I have three full sheets of paper front and back. It's pretty notes. impressive. Yeah. And then and I planned on, on the first piece of paper under the plot points being or right. organized and writing down all moving all my commentary because I just watch write all my thoughts right. down and then I was going to reorganize them under plot points but I've written so much and I decided you know what it's a no bones day so I'm just gonna go ahead <laughs> that damn bug is I, everywhere I know. and then so I just went on my notes and I just wrote like the number 
that corresponds to the plot point. <laughs> so I know when we talk about it that I know what I'm going to say. So with that being said, if you hear wrestling, no, you didn't. Um, and if you hear, wah, 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 it's Evie chewing on her new ghost toy because she will not stay quiet. And it's, so. it's spoopy season. It's spoopy season and it's a little ghost that goes wah, wah, wah. Mm-hmm. So this is this is what I do, guys. So if I get carpal tunnel for this podcast, <laughs> you're paying her medical bills. Please, uh, I mean, at least give it a five star review on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, for me and all the hours I spent <laughs> writing the notes on um, episode six. Um, but also one thing, um, we kind of confused a little bit of episode oh, yeah. five and episode six because I think I re I watched ahead and then <laughs> we talked about it, but. The date with Jesus continues. So we talked about... Um, we the talked making about, out. Yeah. So since everybody wants to know what the plot points are, number one, Russell's house. Russell's house. Russell's house. <laughs> and then number two is the Queen's Bribe. Yes. And then number three is Sam's Family Secret. Yes. Number four is just Jason and Crystal because <sighs> I'm not being creative with them. Um, number five is Jesus and the date they'll never end. And number six is the terrible customer. Okay, well, let's go in that order. I like that. Yeah. Okay, well, good. Cause... I mean, you went through the hassle of numbering it all. So I <laughs> I'm down to do whatever works. I did. I think it's my Capricorn moon. Um, moon. Yeah, because you're a Scorpio rising. Yeah. Look at me, girl. I, I got your chart memorized. I know. <laughs> and then I'm also a Cancer, so I think Jason's a Cancer. We'll get into No, that. I don't. I think Jason... He falls in love immediately. I don't know. Okay. I don't think he's a cancer. I think I, Let just... me do some research and I will try to I tried to find I his think. birthday, but his birthday's nowhere. It just says he's 35. And Suki is 25. Suki's 25 what? years old. No, no, no. Because in the flashbacks, Jason's not much older than Suki. I don't know. I just Googled it. I don't know if this was like this, their age of the last season or the season now. Mm-hmm. Or by the time busy, it ends. I was too busy fucking writing notes to yeah. do proper research. Right. You didn't have enough room on your paper. I didn't. All right. So I guess we're starting at Russell's house. A, a fucking lot happens at Russell's house. Yeah. The drama. So Suki and Bill are essentially just dragged back to Russell's house. In slow motion for some reason. Yeah. Well, obviously that's the most dramatic way to get dragged back anywhere is in slow-mo. <laughs> you want to cherish the moment. Exactly. And in it. What? Hello? Anik. <laughs> That's Eric's new name, apparently. Anik. Oh. Eric and Lorena are there, and they greet Russell, and they're like, hey, what's up? And yes. everybody's at the door. And Eric tells Suki, I'm not going to help you because I have bigger things to do. And he now knows that Russell killed his family, so he has, like, this vendetta. He's like, I need to kill Russell. Not worry about you, Suki. Can we talk about um, Bill's bloody temper tantrum? Yes. Okay. <laughs> So where I can't even remember where the fuck he pulls out, um, but he just like kills that guard mm-hmm. just in the middle and just just enough to make a mess. Yeah, yeah. He just wanted all eyes to be on him. He didn't feel like he was getting enough attention, <laughs> and he was like, "I need to lash out to get approval." And after he does that, is this after? I think after that he gets taken get to, to the do, slave quarters. Yeah, to yeah. get killed by Lorena, and Eric takes the key somewhere. Yeah, like off to the side. Which I don't know, like. I think Suki doesn't understand or has always been made center of attention because literally uh, what gave she, you that idea? <laughs> the pick me spirit <laughs> in this scene and this whole thing about Russell Edgington, especially when they um, 
they're like going back and forth when she questions Russell. Mm -hmm. The audacity. She's like, are you the king of all vampires? But she's just like, okay, I'm I'm in the same room with like thousands of centuries old right. vampires. They obviously don't give a fuck yeah. about <laughs> me. Yeah. So she's got it worked out. Or she does think like she's like the hottest girl in a small town. <laughs> she, I and then, steal your man. And huh? then when she leaves the town, she doesn't understand that like, it doesn't translate. Gives a fuck. I know Lorraine has been waiting to beat her ass. And all mm-hmm. Suki has is just empty promises. Yeah. <laughs> she goes, I'm going to kill you if you kill him. I'm like, she Babe, goes, I want you to try. And Suki does nothing. I'm I like, want Suki to try too. <laughs> so uh, Russell's obviously annoyed by Suki. And he really enjoys the fact that Bill has a secret file on her. And he's like, kind of just throwing this in her face and asking what she is. And she's like, I don't know. Maybe I'm an alien. But my grandfather is also a telepath, or was also a telepath. And I love how one of her questions is, is Lorena really going to kill Bill? And Russell's like, if she knows what's good for her. Right. No, I just told her to do it for funsies. (laughs) For funsies. (laughs) And she's going to take her time. Yeah. Which she does. She She takes her time on everything else. So we're three seasons in and she's still taking her time. I know, but like for four seconds, I felt really bad for Lorena. Why? She has to personally kill who she feels like is the love of her life. Well, maybe she shouldn't have done all the other shit. Maybe she should have listened the first time and gotten over him. No, but just like everybody else, she's just going to blame Suki for her problems. <laughs> That's what Suki's there for. <laughs> oh, can I just say that Talbot would be one of the best, like, I would watch The Housewives if yes! he was on it. I would watch if Talbot was one of the The real Housewives, housewives of Louisiana. He is fed the fuck up. <laughs> With Russell stuff. Yeah. He's like, my fucking home. You don't even seem to care. You don't even care. Oh. But I wonder if he knows that he wants to marry the queen for power? I would assume so. But probably, not. I don't know. But Talbot is a vampire, right? Like, he yeah. was turned. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I don't think it's ever brought up if he knows he's in on it. I don't know. But I don't think he'd be happy about no. it. No. But and that's all I wanted to say. I think okay. Tabitha would be such a great housewife. I agree. Full-heartedly. <laughs> I love that how Bill's the one that's going to be killed and she makes it all about her and her suffering. <laughs> As any good woman does. She's suffering. Um, and then at one point I put, I hate the silent scream that Bill makes when he's cutting, yep. she's cutting into him. Mm. I think it's worse that there's no noise. <laughs> Just an open mouth. Just... <laughs> The audio didn't quite pick it up. Yeah, I was like, I hate it. I hate it so much. And then um, I said there's no time for a blood pact because she literally cuts her finger and puts her blood into Bill's wound. It's mm-hmm. like, when you die, I'm going to be a part of you, not Sookie. I was like, that's the biggest fucking one-up. <laughs> this is not the time to one-up Sookie. Right? I mean, technically, Sookie's blood is already inside Bill because he drank from her. I guess not for a while. I know, but he can still... Like, find her. She doesn't know. (laughs) (laughs) Lorena doesn't know how it works. She doesn't know. And then you find out the really big thing that was interesting of this whole thing. Not only is it just dramatic and oozing toxicity between these two, like it does with every time they're in a fucking scene (laughs) together. He called her a tiresome cow in the last episode. Yeah. But now you find out that Lorena, like, I mean... You have to think everybody has a maker. Right. Right. Um, but you finally found out about a little about hers. Yes. During this whole thing where Bill just goes on this fucking 
monologue yeah about how <laughs> how your maker made you this way how you would bait all those men and like he would bring them back and torture them and how you're kind of the mirror of this sadistic sadistic yeah yeah sadistic <laughs> <laughs> that's the one that's the one and how he's you kind of are now his mirror and you tried to make me like you and you're regretful that I never did. Yeah. And she goes, you never loved our nature or something like that. Yeah, bitch. He's been telling you that for the last three seasons that he doesn't like it anymore. Mm-hmm. But he's different. You could, Bill is built different. But his name is Eastvon. Beautiful. Eastvon. It's spelled I-S-V-A-I-N. It's from the captions. And uh, I just, I don't know if I love the drama between them two or how toxic it is. Right. That she just won't get it. Yeah. You can't force someone to love you. But she doesn't seem to get it. Yeah. Okay. She, I mean, he literally has told her how many times, I never want to see you again. Don't show up here. I love Sookie. Blah, 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 blah. And she's just like, okay, great. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> I just keep coming around. Yeah. Okay. So another thing that happens in Russell's is... Um, Tara. Yes. Tara, oh. before she um becomes a uh, a vampire bride. I don't remember this plot at all. <laughs> like when Franklin showed up, I was kind of like, oh, maybe I do remember this. And now I'm like, I full on don't remember any anything. No. I guess that happened. No, and he's so hot and cold. Yes. <laughs> He's ab- abusive in yeah, some I lo- way. I love when uh, he walks into the room in those silk-ass pajamas. Oh, my God. In those champagne-colored silk pajamas. And Tara's like, where have you been? And he goes, I will not be policed, Tara. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it so much. She goes, uh, I was just wondering where you were. I, yeah. I missed you. And... He is a man child. Mm-hmm. He is a man child, but she, she's a fucking genius. Yeah, she seduces him. She plays all the right mm-hmm. cards, especially when she goes, I want to taste you before the wedding. And what? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yep, I hate hated, that. hated it. And especially when she literally bites a chunk out of him. And he loves it. Oh my God, it came immediately. Yeah. He's like, this is the hottest thing ever. Oh my God. <laughs> If you're going to do it, do it, bitch. <laughs> they only fed her daily, so I bet she is hungry. True. I bet she is hungry. But this will just prove to me that Tara is and will always be a better friend to Sookie. Yes. Than Sookie is to Tara. A fucking man. I put that she literally is tied to a bed, mm-hmm. about to be a vampire mm-hmm. bride. And as soon as Franklin talks about how Sookie's there, that's all she can worry about. Right. Well, what are they going to do with Sookie? Don't worry, Sookie. I'll get you out of this. <laughs> Bitch, get yourself yeah, out. Yeah, Tara, worry about yourself, get babe. Get yourself out. Sookie's too busy with Bill. Don't worry about it. And, oh, is it? Yes, it's in this episode. They're, like, fucking leaving. She goes and rescues Sookie. Yes. And before they're going out the door, what about Bill? I have to find Tara just saved your ass. Get outside. Fuck Bill. Yeah. Fuck He's Bill. fine. For all you know, he's actually dead. So you're just going to put yourself back in harm's way. Poor Tara. I feel like only Lafayette loves her as much as she loves other yeah, people. Yeah, I agree. Um, the only other thing that really happens at Russell's house 
uh, is just like the werewolves feed on Bill's blood. This is where she runs the now seed, right? At the end of the episode. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, do you know Bloody Tara in that nightgown would make a great Halloween costume? Oh, yeah. That'd be cool as shit. Yeah. Just like a bloody old 1920s nightgown. Love it. I what just... did he say about her last episode? Was it ravishing? You look ravishing in that or something? I think so. Yeah. I found her so hot. Yeah. And it's literally to her ankles. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. I don't remember her bashing his head in. Yeah. And why she didn't take the weapons with her. Yes. Because... The place is covered in werewolves, and you know that. She Tara's like, I've already made it this far. <laughs> I'm going to keep going, like, I guess. Because <laughs> she has his blood it. now, yeah. and so she <laughs> fucking kills him. Roid it up, I guess. <laughs> Roid it up. And, and so, go ahead. I was going to say, she goes to save Sookie, and they fight their way out. When she shows up to Sookie's room mm-hmm. with a bowl of almonds... <laughs> <laughs> Which I guess she just found in the hallway. She's like, I'm not going to take the weapon, but I will take these almonds. I will almonds. take the almonds. And she is not afraid to know, like, name drop. Because she walks up straight to where Sookie's room is and tells the werewolf, um, the girl can only be having almonds because she's going to have somebody's blood. Yeah. The next night. And if Talbot doesn't hear that she's going to have almonds, he's going to get angry. And if Talbot's <laughs> not happy, then Russell's not happy. Right. And if Russell's not happy, you don't get your fucking blood. And I'm like... Tell them. Tell them. Uh, Sookie and Tara's fight scene sounds like a tennis match. If oh just my did, god. If you didn't watch the screen, it's just a lot of dump, grunting. Dump. Just a <laughs> lot of grunting and... Uh, and uh, Evie's looking at Ashley like, what are you doing right now? So Suki is, of course, obsessed with Bill and wants to save Bill after Tara just risked it all and killed somebody to save her. Mm-hmm. Classic Suki. I, I mean, and the only thing, Tara's like, he was covered in blood and gonna let them kill me and did all this other stuff. And Suki's like, they made him do it. That's her That's her excuse. And then she runs in and sees him on the ground. Yeah. And is crying over his body. <laughs> And then Lorena comes out of nowhere and literally fucking throws her across the room. The face Suki makes when Lorena bites her, I, I laughed so hard. I know I shouldn't have, but I, didn't I think did. Her mouth get open that big. Yeah, she's and then like the lips curl. Yes. Up and... <laughs> yeah, I laughed really hard at that. But I yeah, I've been hoarse for a week after screaming like that. How many episodes has she ended screaming? We really need to do a tally. We do. The only one that's coming to mind is the one where she found Dawn dead. Mm-hmm. And the other one in season two when they see uh, Miss Jeanette in the car. Oh, yeah. I feel like there was another one. I feel like she screams a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of endings where Suki screams. Okay, so I think that's all that really happens yeah. at Russell's house. I think we Let's cover... get the hell out of here. <laughs> Let's get the hell out of here. Are we going to the queen now? Sure. Let's get the queen out of the way. Okay, so first off, on their way to the queen... Eric trying to make face in the limo is so awkward. Yeah. It's so cringy Fake. how he's just trying to be like, and every time he goes, your majesty or my king, I throw up. Mm-hmm. I throw up a little bit. But I guess he has to do it for Pam, so right. he does it. Aww. Who we don't know if she's dead or alive still. I mean, I feel like he's been gone way too long. I know. It's apparently the same day as episode five, I guess. I guess. So, who knows how this timeline works. But they get to the queen, and she's scratching off lottery tickets in her mansion. And I love it when she goes, Mama's feeling lucky. Yeah, she won, like, $100? Yeah. 
Yeah. Love her. Literally covered like 200, 200 lottery tickets yes. on the ground. And then she calls for Hadley. Yeah. Which I'm still fascinated by that relationship. At her being the queen's favorite. Yeah. But not knowing about Sookie. Dating or like chosen friendship. Right. Because it doesn't seem sexual. Right. No, it just seems to be her favorite. She's just, a, she's like an emotional support. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every vampire needs one. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so Russell has killed all of Sophie's guards. And he comes in and proposes marriage to her again, and she refuses. Then eventually, doesn't she say yes after him and Eric? Uh, she does after, I can't remember oh, if it was yeah, yeah, yeah. after the debts or after Eric literally, like, fucking John Cena'd her on the ground mm-hmm. by her throat. Oh, I think it was after that. Yep. I mean, he has every right to be pissed. Yeah. Because she was like, she even said, I pinned it all on Eric Northman. Right. She fucking sold him out. She did. What a bitch. She thought she was going to get away with it, too. Mm-hmm. And so Eric carries her off and, like, to floor wrestle. And that's when she's like, Hallie! Yeah. Do you know one minute detail in this scene that made me feel very uncomfortable? Uh-oh. Is after... Is there more naked people? <laughs> no, 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 no. After he body slams her down, he's about to rip her head off and throw right. her in the pool. Russell's like, enough, Eric. And he goes, he just pops up and he walks over to Russell and he strokes his jacket. Ew. I missed that. He strokes his jacket and he goes, I'm sorry, my king. I'm sorry if I overstepped. He goes, no, actually, I quite liked it. That was gross. He's like, do it again. And he goes, I don't know. I quite liked it. I liked it when you almost murdered her. Um, So that's where we leave Eric and Russell and mm -hmm. the queen, Mm -hmm. who is still alive for now. But I guess we'll see. All right, what's next on your list? Okay, my list. Um, Sam's family secret. Mm. We're just going to say it now. We're not trying to be mean to, like, anyone or a group of people, but uh, people who act like this are the scum of the earth. And Sam's family, I know there are real people who are, like, Sam's family, and y'all are just the fucking scum of the earth. So. And we're not talking about their social status. Oh, no, we're no, 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 no. We're not talking about no. because they have an upgrade up- like a bad upbringing or they are not not. financially it's just the their actual Mm -hmm. like personalities yes which makes them trash and what they do to their son yes yeah that makes you the fucking scum of the earth well we technically oh no we do find out yeah so it starts out where sam he's just trying to kind of figure this shit out yeah there's this weird like air where nobody knows how to keep a secret because mm-hmm. everybody has like awkward stares and awkward silences <laughs> and stuff but that's is this true blood summed up <laughs> i know and is this where tommy stays the night at sam's house because he asked for like brotherly time that was last episode yeah, so this is like mm-hmm. the next day yeah um so they're sitting around in sam's trailer and tommy is shirtless why is he hot in this scene he fucking grabs that coffee cup off the table and you're like, I'm, like I'm a coffee cup I'm like, <laughs> but for some reason he was really hot in mm-hmm. that scene and i don't know why what came over me it may have been night i may have been lonely i don't know i can't tell you what it, it was the stars they aligned perfectly but it was enough to write down as timmy kind of hot <laughs> Just a tad, though. Just a tad. Like, not enough to move on from Because Elsie. I think at this time, he he's young. Like, when he filmed this scene, he was probably younger than Oh, yeah, now. yeah, yeah. So, if he's a minor, I'm not going yeah. to. Oh, God, no. Anyway, but Sam was like, you not you might not want to talk about it, but we're going to talk about it. Yeah. And he goes, and Tommy's like, we'll talk about it on my own time. And Sam's like, it's okay if, I mean, okay, but 
that time better be now. Right. I'm going to force you to talk about it whether you want to or not. Yeah. And then who brings corn fritters over in the morning? Melinda just pops in with <sighs> corn fritters. Now listen, I worked in a restaurant that opened at like 10, 1030, and people would come get corn nuggets that early. <laughs> so I don't really know what corn fritters are, <laughs> but I'm assuming it's probably pretty close. I know, but she said that like put them on, he's going to put them on the lunch menu and people are going to be lining up to get these corn fritters. Well, if they were what corn nuggets were, then yeah, they will be. <laughs> so great business move, Melinda. Yep. And then she goes, she he's like, when are you gonna call? When are you gonna call me, Mama? And I'm like, this is a grown man you met a week ago. Not even like yeah. three days ago. Three days ago, whatever the fuck yeah. timeline is. We're not gonna talk about it. Right. Um, <laughs> but like, she just walks. When are you gonna call me, Mama? Uh, Ma'am, I'm never. Forties. Right. So no. Nah. I make more money than you. You're not my mama. You're living in my house for free. Yeah. So, no. No. But I thought I hated Melinda. Mm-hmm. Is that? Melinda Mickens? Melinda yes, Pickens. Nope, that's all dead. <laughs> oh, Mickens. Mickens. Wow, they really did not get that, <laughs> that far off, did they? Um, I thought I hated her. Mm-hmm. I think it's almost like between her, Arlene, and Jason, I can't decide who Right, it's anymore. like the holy trinity. Godly, yeah. <laughs> I can't fucking realize like, who I wanted to be. She wants Tommy to be grateful that she didn't have an abortion. Yeah. Tommy Lee did, or Joe Lee didn't want a baby. He wanted a replacement shifter as a backup. Mm-hmm. If you will. Yeah. If you will. <laughs> you sounded like a lawyer. I don't know. <laughs> I thought I was in court for no. a second. <laughs> no, no, Ashley, it's different. <laughs> If you will. If, if, <laughs> it's if because you, you have will. numbers. To exhibit A. Yeah. <laughs> she goes, he never left me and he could have. And I said, I paused it at this point. I was like, because you were the fucking meal ticket. And I unpaused it and Timmy goes, or Tommy goes, because we were his fucking meal ticket. And I'm you're like, like amen. Yes. That's, <laughs> that's exactly what I just why. said. That's, that's his redeeming quality. Right. He could have left me, but then she flips the script. Mm-hmm. And this is emotional manipulation mm-hmm. at its finest because she goes, well, who's going to take care of us? We're going to die in the street and like all this stuff. If you don't help us, like who's going to take care of us? Who's going to take care of me? My back hurts now because of all the fighting or whatever that right. she alludes to. And I'm like, Tommy could have took care of you with a normal job. Joe Lee just sits on his ass and mm-hmm. drinks now. How the fuck does he take care of you now? Right. Or you could have gotten a job. Or her back hurts from bar fighting. <sighs> oh, God. Yeah. So this is where we kind of find out that she had been shifting as a dog and fighting. And now Tommy was expected to do it and had been doing it to support the family. Yeah. They alluded it. But before we move, like where you said Sam is blood but never will be mm-hmm. family. I'm like, okay, but you're fine with taking his handouts in his rent-free place. Yeah. Well, of course. So if he'd never would have been family. Then why does he have to call you mama? This is what I want to talk about. Because Arlene finally did something fucking yes. right. And the she only did. reason that he connected the dots between dog fighting mm-hmm. and that's what they were doing is because Arlene literally stopped saying and was like, I thought you're not, I thought we're not allowed to have pets. My kids can't have a hamster and your family can have a fucking pit bull. Yeah. And he goes, where did they take the <laughs> And so he calls up Andy, which is the literally, he kind of helped today. Right. He kind of helped it. Had to be bribed again because well, he thinks he's course. hot shit now. And so Andy comes over and he goes, where have they been dogfighting rings? Right. At first, Andy was like, I can't share official fucking business. 
you were getting drunk in my bar. Yeah. Like, fucking. Give me what I want. Yeah. And so he tells them where they've been dog fighting, and he goes, give the sheriff wherever he wants so you could tell he just like. He's like, he fucking called me. Fuck. <laughs> but if just because Arlene complained. Yeah. That's how they kind of put the dots. But I guess they had to do it for storyline. But I was like, Tommy couldn't have just shifted in the van. Yeah. On the way to the dog fighting ring. Good point. But. I mean, I know for storyline. Right. Because Sam had to find out. Sam has to save the fucking day. Right. Um, but he couldn't have just shift it in the van. Mm. Like, he had to go the whole way as a dog. I guess. <laughs> I guess. To get him in the in the spirit, yeah. you know? <laughs> just slap him around. Yeah. I don't know what they do. And the fact, I will touch on it. Because mm-hmm. I feel like they're leading up. Sam just fucking... Got in his car and raced off because he's going to the dog fighting mm-hmm. ring. So I know we're going to talk about it when it comes because I know that it's alluding that they're going to go watch dog fighting. And I fucking. Hate I don't this. want to. I don't want to. I wanna. hate this story arc so yeah. fucking much. But Sam rushes out of the parking lot to go save the day and he almost runs Jason off the road. Yeah. And he yells. Um, who taught you how to drive, Merlot? Or when he was already down the road and couldn't have heard him anyway. Yeah. Okay, well, I guess we have to talk about Jason and Crystal. Oh, I'm tired of Jason. I'm tired. <laughs> I am so tired of Jason. Like, every single episode, it's something new. He's already had, like, seven love interests at this point. I mean, if it has legs. <laughs> Pretty much. I know. I mean, this is not my Jason Stackhouse. Mm-mm. I will say it to him blue in the face. Any listeners... Who are on the show, who know the actor who plays Jason Stackhouse personally. I like him. Right. Loved him in Summer Summerland. Other shows. Sure. Other shows, other movies. Love him as an actor. He plays the role well. But the writing for this character mm-hmm. does not make sense to me. We're not going to go into it. If you want to go, go <laughs> but, ahead and listen yeah. back to um, this season. I think like episode three or four. Episode fucking one, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking one, two, and three and get a whole... Um, monologue of that um so this is where he meets up with crystal Mm -hmm. right yes at the lake i think we already talked about how that looks like it would hurt our backs going up against the tree because you're like remember how we used to think things were hot right that's you asked me about kissing in the rain yeah Yeah. so when i rewatch this again do you notice when they're like um flat on like jason's flat on his back and then she like rolls him over Mm -hmm. She stops to sniff. Yes. She yep. stops to sniff. Mm-hmm. And he mentioned just right before that, you're so warm. Yeah. And I put, why is she so warm? Werewolf, COVID, Spanish flu. <laughs> All of the above. All of the above. And then um, Jason tells her that you make me feel like one, like a virgin. And I said, ew. And I hate how they kiss too. Yeah. I already hate it. Um, but yeah, she stops to sniff. And then just leaves. Yeah. Two seconds. Yeah, she, she like, just runs. She's gone. And then he shows up in Hot Shot with flowers. Um, why? Yeah, he does. But why would you wear your high school <laughs> football jacket? Because ladies love high school football when you're in your 30s. <laughs> Duh. It is not your time anymore. I mean, glad that it still fits you. Right. Congrats. But why Why does that make sense? Is that the nicest thing he owns? Probably. I mean, we only have really seen him shirtless True. and in, like, jeans and a button-up and in his cut-off 
like road work shirt. That's what that makes sense to me. It's like you guys didn't even talk about being a football star. Like it was never mentioned. You're just gonna show up in a Leatherman's jacket. <laughs> He's like, yeah, the Sybil impressor. If and nothing he wears else, it will. the entire episode. He's that. well because they had that scene in Merlots where he was like that kid that they ran into with the weird fucking name where they're like, no one remember who you are in ten years. So maybe his ego's just hurt. It's hurt, and he yeah. also wears a leather jacket to arrest those kids fucking at like. 10 a.m. Yeah. In a restaurant parking lot that's yeah. not hidden at all. If you're going to have car sex, don't do it there. <laughs> don't do it at 10 a.m. <laughs> I can't even figure out the fucking um, uh, logistics of how they were doing <laughs> it. Because it looked like you could see his ass over mm-hmm. the back seat of the car. So that means her hips had to be way up here. Yeah. And then she was like backwards. <laughs> and I'm like, how? I don't. How do young people have sex? <laughs> that's it. Well, I mean, this just... is where he shows up with flowers for her. And he, one of the rednecks who, oh, yeah, yeah. like, attacked Lafayette opened the door, and it's Crystal's fiancé, Felton Norris, which, okay, thanks. All right. Thanks, I guess. Better than Cooter. Cletus. Cletus Cooter. <laughs> and she tells him that she's never seen Jason before in her life. It was like, this is my fiancé. I don't know who the fuck you are. Yeah. Why are you here? And yeah. obviously she's in so much pain. Because she takes an extra second to shut the yeah. door. She's like, Jason, I'm sorry. She's so sad. Which, literally, the whole night, she did nothing but tell this man that we can't be doing this. Mm-hmm. This is not right. And the, But then the night that they do spend together in the woods before she runs off, she's like, I just want to enjoy you. Yeah. You got a fiancé. Go home. Listen. Okay, so we have Jessica and Arlene, and we have Lafayette. Well, we already kind of covered Lafayette and Jesus. The only thing we didn't say last time was that the people from Hotshot show up and throw, like, Lafayette, they throw shit at the sports car and are talking about the V, and then Jesus is like, I don't want to be involved with the drug dealer and leaves. Oh, no, he goes, take me to my car. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But have you not? he just goes, Jesus just randomly goes and just hides in a bush that... You could see him. Yeah. <laughs> he just like goes down the front steps and then around a bush. When you want to be a part of the both, drama. All of them literally saw you leave to go down the steps, go around the bush. And then he just like runs okay. out and hits him. But how disarming would it be? <laughs> You're in the middle of a heated debate with somebody, and a third person just like scurries around and hides in a bush. How disarming would that be? Time. You're like, you. you're okay i'll see you tomorrow (laughs) oh yeah yeah so we'll see if they work out and to circle back it's not how long it takes them to kiss i realize Mm. that i didn't like it's how much talking they did up into kissing (laughs) and jesus is a horny motherfucker yeah 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 he only talks about how like i'm not gonna have sex on the first date but I could, could if you want me to. But just know. kidding, you're a drug dealer. I still want somebody. I know. Point. That's the least of my worries. You didn't even try to get to know him. That's, yeah. You spent the whole fucking day with me. You should have known. You waited nine hours at his place of employment to go on this fucking date, and what ruins it for you is that he's a V dealer. Mm-hmm. He's not doing it. You stalked him. Yeah. You could have a one off. You. T- <laughs> I love how, like, they act like they've been talking for so long. Yeah. And he's been keeping this a secret. They just met, met. essentially. I know. Well, that's all about them. I yeah. Guess. I mean, They're fine. We covered it. 
And really, nothing really happens with Jessica and Arlene. Jessica, like, kind of shows her fangs to Arlene, and Arlene is like, I hate vampires. What? I have notes on that. Okay. Hit me with it. I have notes on that. Um, I put Arlene as a runner-up for my least favorite character. Amen. So what happened was Arlene got a cut while trying to cut the lemon for the terrible lady. Right. And she literally slices her hand open, holds it up to a vampire, (laughs) and goes, ah, cut myself. And then Jessica doesn't even bite her. Her fangs come out. She just stays seated in the bar stool. Right. Doesn't really do anything aggressive. And then she acts surprised that the fangs come out. You right. literally showed fam- like blood to a vampire. What do you expect her to well, happen? And she goes, this is why people hate y'all. This is to justify her hatred for vampires. Oh, because she goes, and I'm pregnant, but that probably makes me want you want to eat me more. No one gives a fuck, Arlene. And she goes, this is why people hate y'all. She said, no, like, she even said, I'm so sorry. It just happens. Right. Literally have, did not act aggressive at the, all. The fact that Jessica has been a vampire for, what, like, a week and a half and didn't attack you is yeah. amazing. And you should be thinking And then her. Arlene walks away and she goes, sorry, I haven't eaten in days. Because nobody gives a fuck about right. Jessica. Poor sweet Jessica. I, know. I love her. I do love her. <laughs> oh, this is when... The rude customer refuses to finish her meal before closing time and is, like, being pissy to Arlene. And Jessica glamorous her into leaving and to give Arlene a huge tip and excuse herself to the ladies' room where Jessica can finally go eat Mm -hmm. because she's starving. Mm -hmm. And uh, Arlene doesn't see Jessica feed, but you can tell that she thinks something is wrong. Yeah, why would you immediately – it's like she's – Arlene goes straight to the bathroom – Right after it all happens, like that the customer goes to the ladies room and then shuts the door and then Arlene goes, ma'am, are you okay, ma'am? But she just walked in. (laughs) Give her some time. Yeah, I wouldn't even have been able to have my pants down (laughs) in the time Arlene comes checking on me. Exactly. I was like, I'm fine. Just, just taking a deuce or, you know. (laughs) Sorry, I got a shit now. (laughs) (laughs) After all that fucking food I ordered. (laughs) Yeah, that's That's kind of. That's it. All? I mean, it, it ends with um, Sookie screaming. We're going to post a picture right of her face. <laughs> okay. Which scene do you hate more? That or the uh, grandma picture from season two? Oh, the grandma picture will always be my least I favorite I want thing. that on a crew neck. <laughs> <laughs> Just that terrible sci-fi picture. So if anybody sees it on an Etsy store. Send it to us. Send it to us. I just need like a 3X and like white. And a crew neck. And a crew neck. I just want that picture to okay. wear just to represent. Oh, God. No one's going to know. They're going to be like, wow, what a beautiful photo. I'm like, yeah, it's my grandma. <laughs> I'm brown. I could be Tara. Oh, my God. I'll get one and I'll be Suki. Oh, my God. Now we just have to find somebody to be our grandma. Well, oh, that yeah. person's not real on that photo. Yeah. It's so Photoshopped. It's not even real anymore. So we'll just find somebody who's going to be Mrs. Doubtfire for Halloween. Perfect. We'll and like, we'll just like grab grandma. them and like sit on their lap. Um, so I wanted to read. We did post on our Instagram. Oh, yeah. What you guys' favorite uh, lines from last episode was. Mm-hmm. And just our favorite comments of the week. Thank you to Alicia who reached out to ask if we were alive. We are alive. Mm-hmm. Life just, you know, when you don't get paid to podcast, sometimes things happen and you're like, oh, I wish I could get paid to podcast. I wish so too. <laughs> so our favorite comments on our last Instagram post where it says, what was your favorite line from the episode or from our podcast in general? <laughs> the true death. And our friend Maddie 
posted, don't say that. Women say that and everything goes black and I wake up surrounded by body parts by Franklin, which love it. Love it. And then Becker's 1995 is where Tommy is talking about Hoyt and he says he looks like he got bombed by radiation on the way to middle school. That's a giant sixth grade (laughs) boy right there. Perfect description. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Hoyt, that makes sense. He is a big man. Yeah. We didn't talk about our favorite lines. I did love when the queen was like, mama's feeling lucky. Oh, that's true. You did say that. I will not be policed. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I will not be policed, Tara. Yeah. Or you might not want to talk about it, but we're going to talk about it. Yeah. From Sam. Well, they talked about it. They talked about it. Not really. (laughs) um, Because the mom showed up. Yeah. Thanks, Melinda. Yeah, she didn't even knock. She just burst in with the corn fritter. Sounds about right. All right, well, that's another episode. We will be back next week. <laughs> We're recording more in advance. Yes, so. we are. So it will not. We will not let you down again. But can you believe the next episode's episode seven out of twelve? No, we're almost done with season three. I don't know. Season one felt like a drug, and yes. then all these other ones seems like we're just like. Boom, season boom, two boom, felt boom. long because of church camp. Church camp. Yeah. Where is the Newlands? <laughs> that's a great question (laughs) i wonder if he ever got that paintball mark off his face probably not it's probably Probably. a permanent scar i wish how (laughs) hilarious would that be if we see him again um if they're not divorced by now um so follow us email us yeah leave us a five-star review Uh uh-huh um and yeah that's it we'll see you next week bye